It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Chris Sproul, Speaker of the Florida House of Representatives, is joining me now. Uh, Chris, good morning. Hey, David. It's great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Well, there's a lot on the table to discuss, and this, of course, has gotten a fair amount of attention in the last 24 hours. Uh, What are the specific actions in Florida and under the Florida Constitution that the state legislature and the governor can take? Well, look, I, I appreciate that. You know, look, I, I think like like most Americans, uh, you know, we're tired of, you know, big tech censoring, deplatforming, shadow banning people because they don't believe in what they believe in. And, and they've clearly been done this with impunity. So for the first time, myself, Governor DeSantis, first state in the union to get together and say, look, we're going to push back on the what I call the, the five families of big tech or the five families of darkness and censorship and say, look, we're going to have rules that, that you have to live by. And those rules are you have to be candid and transparent about what the rules are for for uh, for you know deplatforming people for uh, for shadow banning people you have to be very very clear on what the algorithms are and allow people to opt out of those algorithms and when you violate that or apply the standards inconsistency one of the things David of course that, that you know your viewers have seen is that you know Twitter will apply one set of rules to conservatives and another set of rules to people on the radical left and they'll they'll deplatform or they'll ban people on the right. Well, this says if you do that and you engage in that in a, uh, an unfair and inconsistent way, then there's a cause of action where the attorney general can use the Unfair Deceptive Practices Act to push back and to sue big tech. Let's go a little bit further with this. Uh, obviously, within the state of Florida, they, you know there are certain things the governor's office and the legislature can do. Uh, the big tech response, if you will, could also be that, you know, we're not governed by Florida. But within Florida, how large an effect do you think you could have on those big tech companies? A lot of the talk you'll hear is, look, Section 230 governs this at the federal level. There's nothing to states. There's no role for the states to play. You know, look, we believe that we're a business like Facebook or Twitter are marketing to Floridians. They're collecting money from Floridians. Uh, they're trying to, that, that they're, you know, they're in a lane where clearly the state has an opportunity to act here. There's no question that because of the federal government's unwillingness to get this done and to act, this creates a Rubik's Cube problem for us where we can't go at it as directly as we'd like to. But what we can do is require them to live by a set of standards of consistency, transparency, allow our people to opt out of certain algorithms, and then allow there to be a, a cause of action through the attorney general to punish them for not complying. So we believe that's a lane that us as the state of Florida can do and can impose on big tech. And that's what you'll see outlined in the bill. Or do you expect other states uh, to follow with this type of uh, legislative approach? You know, look, I do. I mean, we're, we're Florida. We're the third largest state in America. And, you know, we've seen that, you know, when we leave through, you know, good, bold, conservative policy that other states follow. Over the last 25 years, we've, we've led in that regard when it comes to things like school choice. And you've seen other good conservative states like Texas and others, uh, Tennessee, who, you know, who followed our way uh, into that space. And we hope that this will be the, the first of many states who will begin to push back where the federal government has failed to act on pushing back on big tech. It, just for clarity, and this is something that I want to put out there just to 
have it out there. Uh, you're not in any way saying that, you know, Republicans will be protected and Democrats will not in the state of Florida. Uh, for you, as I read this and understand it, it's about free speech for any Floridian or candidate. Yeah, that's exactly right. It, it, it applies to everybody equally. We want, regardless of what your political ideology is, regardless of your faith, regardless of the, you know, the, those kinds of things that you're putting out in social media, everyone should be treated fairly. The rules that apply to one segment of people who have a particular set of beliefs should apply to everybody. And those, those rules should be enforced fairly. It's when big tech, who has decided to kind of pick winners and losers based on their bottom line or their beliefs or their ideas that we find problematic, not the ideas that they're picking. Where do you and how do you uh, effectively draw the line and to what extent is it a concern on the principle of free speech but not shouting fire in a crowded room? Look, I, I think that one thing that we've, we've had to grapple with here is, you know, 100 years ago when people wanted to, um, you know, engage in public discourse, you know, there was a, literally a, a, a town square that people would go to, whether that's outside government buildings or, or what have you, or a literal, a literal town square. You know, the town square, much to my chagrin, David, has morphed into social media platforms. So there has to be a level of engagement there that we protect the consistency. And I think to your point about engaging in free speech, one of the ways we do that is to say, look, the rules have to apply the same to everyone. Um, and, and that we get away from necessarily um, totally forcing our, our viewpoints on, on the platforms, but also realizing that because they are now the public square, that everybody has a right when they're not breaking the law, when they're not, you know, engaging in otherwise criminal conduct or nefarious conduct, that those rules apply. But when you, you apply one set of rules to American leaders and a different set of rules for dictators, um, you know, and tyrants from other countries, you know, that's a real problem. And what you've seen in big tech, and I think the governor spoke very eloquently about this, is, you know, what about in political candidates and political races, where all of a sudden one political candidate's you know, um, messages aren't seen by other people because they've been shadow banned or they've been deplatformed or, or just as bad. Um, you know, you know, you have a dry cleaner who's trying to advertise, but, you know, Twitter or Facebook decide that they don't like a, you know, a rally that that person's attended or they don't like something they put out. Um, so they now can't advertise or can't be on those platforms. You might ruin that person's business. This is the power that has been concentrated in the five big tech companies. And if we don't begin to push back on it, our ability to engage as we typically have a, an expectation to do as Americans will be fundamentally eroded. My guest, Chris Sproul, Speaker of the Florida House of Representatives. Now, Chris, there's a little-known resident of Florida who's been targeted by big tech, the former president of the United States, Donald Trump. So on that issue, is this a case or a scenario where the state of Florida and one of its residents the state could be engaged in trying to protect that residence, resident by looking at Twitter, looking at Snapchat and other platforms that have deplatformed the former president of the United States. Yeah, look, I think the, the prevailing message to Americans when they deplatformed President Trump is, look, if they can do that to the president of the United States, arguably the most powerful person on earth, they can do it to you. And there's, the difference is, is that while the, you know, it happens to the president and many of us speak up and, say that and talk, talk about how wrong that was and how inappropriate it was, you know, for, the, for the dry cleaner or for the upstart political candidate who doesn't have powerful friends, you can totally you know, take that person out of the political process or ruin their business and no one's there to speak for them. 
And what this bill says is whether you are the president of the United States, whether you are an announced political candidate, whether you're a dry cleaner, or whether you're somebody who's just engaging in the town square, you are entitled to equal protection um, on those platforms. You should be treated fairly, and we shouldn't allow these massive monopolies who now have a monopoly on speech to determine which ideas make it to the public square. Are there further steps uh, that could be taken to enforce these protections? You know, Chris, I'm thinking of uh, other countries, the European Union countries, for example, that have responded to big tech censorship, Angela Merkel in Germany, other nations that have responded, and they don't like the ideas. This sounds somewhat similar in that the states have and certainly their their constitutions and the governor's offices and the legislators, their rights to represent and defend the people of each state. Uh, so, you know, whether it's working with other states, coordination in some way, are there other steps that should be taken or that you plan on taking? Well, look, I think that the kindling is Florida. You know, we're the ones who are starting this fire, and we hope that other states will pick up the torch and we'll begin to push back. And I think that what you'll see is if you have a, a big state like Florida who leads the way with you know, a strong Republican governor and Governor DeSantis and a Republican-led legislature, that my hope is that other states will, will also engage. And I think people fundamentally realize that even if they're not a conservative and they don't share you know, our, our views about the world and about, about representative government, they realize that today it's us, but tomorrow it could be you. And it could be your beliefs that, that are being shut down by big tech. Uh, so I think that this is going to catch fire in a really, really big way and, uh, and that other states will want to push back. I also think we're seeing, you know, mass support across the political spectrum from people who realize that, you know, their voice could be shut down um, by tech who's already mining their data, selling their data across the world. Um, there's a 60 minute special about, you know, data being sold on, on DNA uh, platforms to, to the Chinese Communist Party. So I think people are very in tune to the fact that, you know, big tech is in massive control of their lives and they're tired of it. Exit question. What has been the response, uh, albeit in a very short time, from your uh, Democrat counterparts in the state house? I'm sorry, David, I missed that first part of that question. Uh, just what has been the response, if any, from your Democrat counterparts in the state house? You know, I, I think that um, I'm sure that some of them will be thoughtful about, you know, big tech. But I think the reality is I think that they kind of chalked it up to, you know, being a, a political, you know, political thing because it's conservatives who are, you know, who are being shut down. And, and the reality is, is that that couldn't be further from the truth. You know, to the point that you made earlier, you know, we believe in the rule of law. We believe that the, the rules of the game should apply to everyone equally. We don't believe that they sh- there should be a, an elite class of people who get special treatment and their posts get you know, get elevated, they're, they're, they get to build followers and other people get shut down. So the message that we're going to send to all Floridians, including our Democratic colleagues, is, is, look, we believe in fair play. We believe in rules of the game. We believe that everyone should understand and have the rules and that if the big tech companies violate the, those rules, whether it's because somebody who shared your views or our views, we should equally share in the interest of pushing back in a meaningful way. Chris Sprouls, a speaker of the Florida House of Representatives. All right, Chris, I'm also a Florida resident. I'll be watching to see how this plays out. All right, David, we appreciate that. Thanks for having me. Thank you. 866-95-PATRIOT. You can weigh in on my social media, where I've been mildly deplatformed as well, at David Webb Show, whether you're on Facebook, we're still waiting on Parler, but there's CloudHub, Instagram, Facebook, etc. All of them, Twitter, of course. 
You can join me live on the David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.